I am, ma'am. Are you eating a lasagna? It's for the episode. Oh, my God. I'm Joe, and we're the Maladjusted Misfits, and this is the one where we talk about friends. Yeah. <laughs> We're at episode 12. 12. A dozen. Did you notice that this is the 12th episode? It's the one with a dozen or 12 lasagnas. And also, we're halfway through the first season. So, 12 of 24. Oh, my gosh. Is that why there's 12 lasagnas? I don't know. Possibly. That's fun. <laughs> I didn't even know think of that. <laughs> oh, zing right over my head. Joey, come on. <laughs> All right, this uh, week's episode's director was Paul Lazarus. Lazarus, okay. Not like the Lazarus uh, syndrome from the one we're anodized with. Jesus had nothing to do with Paul. <laughs> nope. That we know of. <laughs> um, but he also directed episodes of Melrose Place, mm -hmm. Baywatch, and one episode of Murder, She Wrote. Oh. I found that fascinating. Oh, yeah, you did, huh? <laughs> yeah. Are you a big Murder, She Wrote fan? Oh, uh, I like those Agatha Christie murder mysteries, but I don't... I remember watching Murder, She Wrote when I was younger, but I do like murder mystery stories. So, I'm not... Is that a yes or no? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You'll have to look into it, huh? All right. This week's writers, we have a plethora yeah, we got a full roster of writers. Yes, we have Jeff Astroff, Mike Sikowitz, Adam Chase, and Ira Ungerleader. Mm -hmm. Jeff Astroff also wrote Shit My Dad Says. It's a TV show. <laughs> okay. Uh, that starred Captain Kirk or William Shatner. Mm -hmm. I wrote down Captain Kirk to, as a placeholder while I tried to remember William Shatner's <laughs> name. And I could not remember it, so I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that you remember him as Captain Kirk. Yeah. Um, and then Mike Sikowitz also wrote episodes of Dawson's Creek, which we mm -hmm. never watched. Mm -hmm. um, and Spin City, that um, yeah. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I saw some of those. Yeah, they were those funny. Were uh, Adam Chase. So Adam worked as a PA for James L. Brooks, oh. who gave him his first writing job in television. Oh, James is funny. And Ira Unger leader in 1996, he received an Emmy nomination for Writing Friends. Aww. I know. And then the original air date was? January 12th, 1995. Oh, my gosh. It's the 12th episode, which aired on the 12th of oh. January. <laughs> I am a full believer in numerology now. <laughs> I think that they did that on purpose. I suspect that. Uh... <laughs> All right, so tell us the IMDb plot. Okay. Rachel and Paolo's relationship hits a snag when he makes a pass at Phoebe. Ross refuses to find out the sex of his baby until it's born, and Chandler and Joey go shopping for a new kitchen table. <laughs> We've been shopping for furniture together. It's not fun. <laughs> we no. have very eclectic, different tastes. Yeah, when we get there... um. Joey says something, and he's like, you know, if you want the birds, you can get the birds. Right. And Chandler's like, not like that. I don't want to. I've definitely had that sentiment both expressed to and expressed by me. Fine. Get whatever you want. No, I'm not getting anything now. <laughs> All right. So you ready for some trivia? I am ready. All right. So in the cold open, they're humming the theme from The Odd Couple, mm -hmm. which is a um, funny story because Matthew Perry later stars on the remake of The Odd Couple with 
Thomas Lennon. Who is also Joey's hand, hand twin. twin. <laughs> yes. I, will I love Thomas Lennon. <laughs> Uh, in this episode, we learn that Phoebe's uh, is a masseuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also see Monica's competitive side for the first time. So, oh, is this the first time? Yeah, that she's been u- uber yeah. competitive. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's 2.30 in the morning playing foosball. Uh, the DVD version of the episode features a scene where Paolo spots ugly naked guy who's making shadow puppets. <laughs> oh. I think that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a dog and an elephant? No. <laughs> <laughs> After Ross finds out about the sex of the baby, the girls rush over and give him a hug. Mm-hmm. And as they do, the elusive closed closet door is slightly open, oh. revealing a very neat closet. Yes. You were very excited when you spotted the I very did. neat closet. I had to rewind it because I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember, in the later season when her and Chandler are together, yep. he can't get into the closet because right. she keeps it locked. And it's bar 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 Sanford and Son style. Right. <laughs> oh, so it also in this episode, Rachel accidentally reveals the sex of Ross's baby to him. Mm-hmm. And later in the series, Ross will accidentally tell Rachel what the sex of their baby is. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then uh, Cosimo Fusco, who plays Paolo, yes. was uncomfortable in the scene which he has to make a pass at Phoebe. Right. <laughs> I can imagine. He later said, I had a problem with how it was portrayed um, as if guys from Italy are all like that. And what uh, they wanted to me to do to Phoebe was quite disrespectful. Oh. So. Agreed. It was disrespectful. I didn't really think it was implying that all people from Italy do that. <laughs> right, I no, mean, Joey's no. Italian, too. Right, exactly. I, I don't think that that's what they were going for. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a scuzzy yeah. guy. So I think he's just... I think really- had I been playing Paolo, I would have been like, let's do something different. Can yeah. we do something different? Right. <laughs> do I have to be a... a- <laughs> well, we can t- discuss right. it later all when right. we get to it. But And then... In this episode, you see the shot of the fourth wall in Monica's apartment mm-hmm. um, when she's talking to Rachel about um, Paolo because they show it from the other angle and you can right. see the other side of the apartment. Right, so. right. Those are always fun little moments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Aunt Syl mentioned in this episode, the one who refuses to take the lasagnas that mm-hmm. Monica made, um, is presumably the same Aunt Sylvia uh-huh. in season three, episode 20, who dies and whom Monica inherits the dollhouse house from because remember she talks about how much of a bitch she was (laughs) and then i do want to point out that we mentioned it in this podcast and also i've seen it multiple times but even though in previous episodes the apartment numbers were 19 and 20 Mm -hmm. in this episode they're back to four and five oh but again the next episode they show them they're 19 and 20 so were they shot out of orders or did some Mm. grip put up the wrong doors (laughs) (laughs) I would guess that they're probably shown out of order. Yeah. Because why would they change it and then change it back? Right. I was thinking maybe they like, oh, we forgot we were 19 and 20. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know that, you know, how it works exactly as far as picking up a pilot Mm -hmm. and then ordering a full season Mm -hmm. if they shoot like 12 of them. Okay. Before they fully commit to doing a regular weekly schedule. Because we already know that they... 
talked about underdog before the right. underdog episode. So. Right. They already did a little flip flopping right. around. So. so they could have done the same thing with the doors. So. Yeah, I don't know. So that's my trivia. That's your trivia. Yeah. So tell me what your episode reactions were. Well, let's see. We got lasagnas. We got foosball. We have infant sex identifiers. <laughs> we have groping. We have heartbreak. In the middle of it all, we have Ross completely apathetic to the point of callousness towards Phoebe's experiences. <laughs> yeah. Um. So overall, <laughs> I, I like this episode, but it's weird. I mean, yeah. when, I, right. whenever the, any sitcom has something that's dealing with something serious, mm-hmm. it's always a little like... How serious do we take right. it? Yeah. You know, we'll discuss certain things and how they're problematic as they come up, but I think they do a good balance of we're going to break Rachel's heart and have the guys get a new table (laughs) to offset it like something completely mundane and almost trivial while something serious is going on. I think it's a good balance. Yeah. So I, I do like this episode. I like how Rachel doesn't blame Phoebe for Mm -hmm. Palo because I think some sitcoms might've gone down that way where she, May not have stayed mad at her, but she would have instantly gotten angry right. with Phoebe. Um, I like Monica is good at foosball because I suck at all sports. <laughs> um, I wish we would have seen street Phoebe come out and hurt Paulo. I really do. Right. I think uh, a black guy would have been funny if he just walked in with a black guy. <laughs> I have some ideas oh, along okay. the lines later. And I like um, Joey and Chandler arguing over the table like they're a couple. I just think that's super cute. Right. Like, they do the whole thing. Like, do you think we're ready for that? You know, right. when we break up, what's going to happen with this table? <laughs> and then Ross is just Ross. <laughs> Plus, I'm thinking the whole time, there's still Marcel in this whole thing. Right. Marcel is still <laughs> back in his apartment. Right. All right, so my favorite line, um, there was a lot of good ones, but I really like when she goes, uh, when they're out on the balcony arguing and they're trying to lip read to what they're saying, and she goes, okay, either it's, how could you, or enormous breasts. Yes, (laughs) I like that one a lot. Gesturing. (laughs) This week, I kind of went, I went with a Ross. Okay. I don't know if this is the first time I've gone with a Ross. I think so. It kind of feels like it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I really like when he's having the whole debate of whether he wants to know the or he doesn't. Right. And he leaves Carol and Susan's and then he calls up for the intercom. <laughs> and then all you hear him say is, uh, never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that one is funny. And then you see Susan and, and Carol laugh at him too. Right. It's so funny. Because I like that he stopped and I'm, I'm going to ask you, yeah. hit the intercom button. No. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, so my favorite moment is when Phoebe comes in and is telling him about what Paolo did mm-hmm. and they, you know, Rachel's not there. And so, um, when she says what happened, they're like, Ooh, you know, right. and, Ooh. and she comes over and she goes, Ooh, what? Ooh, what? And she goes, Uma Thurman. Oh, thank you. You <laughs> just said her name for, a, oh, that uh, is I a funny moment. Funny. <laughs> um, I like at the end. When Monica is annoying the boys, <laughs> and they finally just pick her up and take her out of her apartment. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so I, for my favorite outfit, there was some cute outfits. There wasn't any that I was like, "Oh my god, I would totally wear that," or "Oh my right. gosh, you look amazing in that outfit." So I'm gonna go with an ironic outfit. What? Yeah, yeah. Because twelve I episodes of Jen cracks. <laughs> I cannot. And it's a Chandler outfit. <laughs> I cannot 
skip past the rodeo cowboy shirt he wears at the table store. It's like, okay, he wears sweater vests. He wears those cute bowling shirts. And then where the fuck does this shirt come in? Is it laundry right. week or what? But he's got right. light colored jeans on and this light plaid blue shirt with this big brown stripe down the middle. Did you wipe with that shirt? What's going on? It's shiny. So I'm going with Chandler in the ironic cowboy shirt. Aww. Well, I had I picked a couple. I kept flip flopping, mm-hmm. and then I landed on Courtney and her overalls. <laughs> yeah, I love cute. overalls. They are cute. They are cute. She's adorable. <laughs> Dramatic line reading. I love babies with their little baby shoes and their little baby toes and their little baby hands. And- okay. You're going to have to stop that forever. We need a new table. You think? All right. All righty, Rue. We have the cold open in Central Perk. Central Perk. All six friends. Um, I do like this opening because Ross starts humming the odd couple theme. Right. And then Chandler joins in. Mm-hmm. And then Monica and Phoebe. And then yep. they all join in. <laughs> right. And I like I like Monica and Ross have a very brother-sister interaction while they're doing the theme. <laughs> yeah. I just like when they do brother-sistery stuff. It's yeah. fun. But I admit that I'm not as close to my brothers as Monica is to hers, but... He has his foot in her lap, and I'd be like, get your fucking foot off of me. (laughs) Right. But again, I think it reminds me of sitting on the couch with my sister when we were kids. Right. Not necessarily now. Do you remember when you were young and you used to lay on the couch from end to end and then put your feet in the middle and bicycle your legs? Right. (laughs) I think Bart and Lisa are doing that once in The Simpsons, right? Good times. All right. Uh, they do finish strong, and then Ross tries to start I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> right. He does. And Chandler goes, no, no, no. No, no. no we're done. We're done. Yeah. And uh, all all I can think about is Gunther must not be a you got time to lean, you got time to clean kind of boss. Because <laughs> Rachel is just chillaxing. Yeah, she has her feet up on the couch and everything. She's kind of doodling. I don't know if she's totaling things up or if she's just... Working on her erotic fiction. I don't know. <laughs> she does sit down a lot. But also, you know, Gunther loves her. So right. he might think she's cute and be like, mm, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, but if I was the other lady working there, I'd be like, come on. WTF, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we cut to Monica's apartment. So Monica, Phoebe, Ross, Chandler, and Joey are there. Mm-hmm. Monica is taking the lasagnas out of the oven. Right. And was brown the theme of the 90s? Because, or was it just monochromatic clothing? Because Monica <laughs> is totally in a brown outfit from head to toe. And yes. her lipstick has a brown tint to it. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember it being that prominent. <laughs> yeah. so I think. It's whatever designer they have clothing them this season. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to make it a thing. I can't even wear black head to toe without a pop of color or something else to break it up. I just, that monochromatic. Right. Like when guys are wearing those track suits head to toe. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So just that head to toe stuff is really weird. I always find that weird. People still do that. 
Um, so she's on the phone with Aunt Syl because she wanted vegetarian lasagnas. Mm-hmm. And Monica points out that meat is only every third layer, so maybe they could <laughs> scrape. I um, think that's a little unrealistic, Monica. This <laughs> is what Aunt Syl said over the phone. Um, but they cut to Joey um, saying to Ross, did you read all those baby books? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ross says, you could plunk me down in the middle of any woman's uterus. No, no compass. compass. I like the no compass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would find my way out like that. And he snaps his fingers. And am I the only one imagining Ross in the tunnels of the Upside Down from Stranger <laughs> Things? <laughs> like, I immediately went there and I was like, oh, that's, is that a dig on Carol's uterus? I'm sorry. <laughs> so then Phoebe says, in some parts of the world, some people eat the placenta. Mm, and Jan- We're done with the yogurt. <laughs> yeah. But you looked up placentas because you were like, does it remind people of yogurt? Does right. it look I, like yogurt? I was like, it looks like an organ, like a liver or something, <laughs> right. right? It doesn't look like yogurt. No. Nope. Uh, and you didn't think it looked like yogurt. And 30% of mothers eat the placenta. I did look up that statistic. Wow. Yeah. But there is no medical documentation that it does anything. So it's really oh. just like It's people. like Phoebe thinking yeah. it does something. It's like the Kunis, Kundis guy, you know, the <laughs> right. herbalist. So, um, And I ate yogurt while I was watching this episode, like right before we recorded. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem eating while anything's going on the TV. Right. You know, I could watch horror movies eating a bowl of spaghetti, and yeah. it don't bother me. I forget sometimes you'll watch something, and I'll be like, "We have to turn something else on. I can't eat while this is on." Right. So Monica goes on to say, "She's not a caterer. <laughs> I did this as a favor." What should I do with a dozen lasagnas? And then her mouth just drops open. Right. And then she goes, nice talk, Aunt Sil. You kiss Uncle Freddy with that mouth? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that accent? Right. She got real New Jersey or New York fast. Right. It's always weird on sitcoms when they throw in a like normal phrase that people say. <laughs> For for a gag, you know, it's like people say that all the time. It always makes me think of that ain't the only thing I do with his mouth, which is from the Devil's Rejects, which oh, no. I would not necessarily recommend to people listening to a friend's podcast. <laughs> no, but I like it. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was weird because you never hear it again. Like she never has that right New York thick accent ever again. Yeah. All right, so then Joey's reading, and he says, Ross, did you know your baby's this big? And I'm showing you how big, but you can't see. (laughs) And then he has this cute little Muppet voice. (laughs) Which I like his little voice. How come you don't live with mommy? (laughs) What's a lesbian? (laughs) I don't know if it's Joey or LeBlanc, Mm -hmm. but they seem to be taking great pleasure out of making fun of Ross. (laughs) And then Paolo and Rachel enter, and they're kind of arguing, and she's like, you can say it. But I can't believe that Paolo's getting pissed off that he can't say Poconos. It just seems weird. Well, again, I don't know what the beginning of the conversation is. I can always (laughs) think of her. Just say it. Just say Poconos. Just Poconos. And he's like, (laughs) I don't know what you're saying. It's a a name of something. Exactly. exactly. So then she says, you can say it. It's Poke. Uh, no. <laughs> and then Rachel's getting her sister's place in the Poconos for the weekend. So I looked up the Poconos, okay? Okay. Because I've heard it in multiple sitcoms. You know, they mention it on The Office a couple times. They talk about it on this one. 
I've mm-hmm. never met anyone that's been to the Poconos. <laughs> like, I asked people knew it, knowing that we were doing right. this episode, like, have you ever been to the Poconos? So I surveyed just a small sampling, probably about 30 right. people. Nobody has been there. And about five of them have never even heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a place where, like, uh, we need to get out of the city right. kind of place. Yes. Um, but it's in Pennsylvania. And it's known for its stunning mountain ranges, gorgeous waterfalls, thick cover of trees, and peaceful ambiance. Uh-huh. So now I want to go. Oh, nose. <laughs> and then Ross is lamenting, wasn't this supposed to be a fling? Shouldn't it be flung by now? <laughs> I like the right they do the like Back tandem yeah. like Danny and Saint Zuko. and Greece. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the we're way past playing. I have feelings I only read about in Nora Tyler Bing books. <laughs> she says Danielle Steele, but that's okay. <laughs> and then when I'm with, with him, I, I feel, feel totally, totally, totally nauseous. I'm physically nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> what could I do? I could call immigration. I could call immigration. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Now, I've never had a romantic rival, but having them thrown out of the country seems harsh. Right. <laughs> Also, romantic rival seems like odd phrasing since Ross and Rachel never went out. <laughs> nope, they haven't been on a date. <laughs> Again, one of the things that bothers me is he acts like this is a predetermined thing. Right. Like we're meant to be together. Yeah. Right. But she still has no idea that he even likes her. That's yeah. That's a problem, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts to the, the hallway. Uh, Joey and Chandler are leaving the apartment. And then mm-hmm. Joey goes on his, I love babies and their little baby shoes right. and their little baby toes and their little uh, baby Okay, hands. you have to stop forever. Here, <laughs> here, Chandler. Aww, <laughs> you like little babies. I don't like babies. You do. <laughs> I don't. You lie. Um, so I also want to know what the hell is wrong with this lasagna. It looks like the one that they tore apart looking for the ring. Oh, no. It is completely destroyed. Oh, the one that Joey has. Yeah, the one that he's holding. It's just completely <laughs> destroyed. It's like, what the fuck happened to well, it? Well, Joey just went at it. <laughs> in the pan. With and then no, Monica was like, right. fine, this one's take, yours. Take it with you. And then they enter their apartment, and Joey throws his keys on the table, and the table falls. Right. We need a new one. You think? <laughs> that has been broken for a while. <laughs> right. The keys don't weigh that much, so if you could just throw something that small on it, and it falls Yeah, I over. feel like one of them propped it up so it looked okay. <laughs> like the Knowing, Like Chandler the propped it up and was like, yeah. all right, now Joey's going to put something on it and think he broke it. I'm just glad it wasn't lasagna. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we cut to uh, Carol and Susan's place. Carol mm-hmm. lets Ross in, um, and he's packing a lasagna. <laughs> uh, he brought the books, and Monica sends love with lasagna. Mm-hmm. And then- she says, is it vegetarian? Susan doesn't eat meat. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> what Ross does is pretty mean, too, by telling her that it doesn't have meat in it. But- right. You said it's not hard to spot the meat. Right. It's not hard to spot meat in a, in a lasagna. Yeah, because it's cheese I don't and think and... I would eat a lasagna and be like, I think this is vegetarian. <laughs> and then Carol says, I got the results of the amnio today and everything's totally healthy. So I looked it up because, again, no experience having babies. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that you didn't have an amnio unless you were worried about something. Oh. Typically genetics. 
Oh. Um, so you would do an amnio test, which means they go in and they take actual samples of the amniotic fluid. Right. Um, and run tests. And it's usually to test to see if there's any defects or Down syndrome or right. anything like that. So. Well, just having Ross involved in the pregnancy, you'd be worried about some of the genetics, right? <laughs> Is it going to turn out to be Ross? <laughs> Is it going to whine all the time? <laughs> Then Ross picks up the photo and he goes, when did you and Susan meet Huey Lewis? That's our friend Tanya. Of course it's your friend Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carol says, don't you want to know about the sex? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble with you and Susan. And he throw Tanya into the mix. And <laughs> I don't want to get all Joey, but I do not have trouble with the image of Carol and Susan together. <laughs> I mean, they're both very attractive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Carol says, the sex of the baby, Ross. <laughs> and she's just adorable. Oh, I love Jane. <laughs> oh, and then you know the sex. I think you should wait and look down and go, oh, there it is. Right. But I feel like this point medically where we are as a society, being against having the prior knowledge is just like purposeful ignorance. Like when religious people don't want to use zippers or they think, Blood transfusions are evil. Or, <laughs> it's like, we know now, though. Right, right. We, we're looking down there now. Right. <laughs> Susan comes home, and then Susan says, did you hear? Again, the age before cell phones, because right. you think she would have been, like, texting her or right. calling her She'd right She would have been away. worried all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ross answers, everything's A-OK. <laughs> <laughs> yes, A-OK. And then Susan pushes Ross aside. To hug Carol. Yeah. Which I absolutely love because it's so cute. It is The two of them. And, you know, like I would push Ross aside to hug you, (laughs) you know? And then Susan says, do we know? Yes. Hey, guys, there's a guy that doesn't want to know standing right here. And then she goes, is it what we thought it would be? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ah! (laughs) Mm-hmm. Screaming and hugging. So... (laughs) I just find it weird, but I have seen people, and I think there was, like, somebody in our extended family mm-hmm. that actually cried because it wasn't the sex that they were hoping for. Right. So they had a gender reveal, <laughs> right. and when the sex was revealed and it wasn't what they were anticipating or hoping for, they Right, like the woman, re- the, yeah. the woman yeah. who was pregnant. Got really pissed and <laughs> right. cried, and... It's like, why, again, this is not what they're doing. Yeah. This is, nowadays, it's completely changed. Right. And we have these reveal things <laughs> where we get on social media and we post everything. <laughs> but why would you do that if it was going to piss you off? Right. Yeah, <laughs> if you didn't get the yeah. right answer. It's um, 50-50. If it's the wrong way, I'm going to be pissed. Plus, it's just really sad, like, knowing that that's the journey. That's how your journey started with this baby. Right. Like, I'm already pissed at this baby for not being the sex I wanted it right. to be. And I don't want to get into gender issues <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. And you don't necessarily need to be disappointed. Right yeah, away. right? And then Ross says, what did we think it was B? No, no. no I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And he goes, I should probably go. And he kisses, Carol kisses the baby, then he punches Susan in the arm, <laughs> which is great. It's so cute, because he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, and then Susan says, who should we call first, your folks or Deb and Rona? And then that's when the intercom buzzes. Yeah. And, uh, never mind, I don't want to know. <laughs> that's really funny. I like how they laugh at him, too. Yeah. Um, then we cut back to uh, Chandler and Joey. 
Kate's apartment mm-hmm. and Chandler and Joey um, are sitting there because their table is broken. They're sitting knee to knee uh, digging into the lasagna. Lasagna is propped on both of them. Right. And Chandler says, because it was my table, I have to buy a new one. And that's the rule. <laughs> Why is Joey in charge of all these rules and codes and things? <laughs> Uh, I think he says that's the rule because he has no money and he doesn't want to pitch in for the table. <laughs> right. But that's what I mean. He's always the one bringing up the rules and the codes, codes and yeah. the, you know, this and <laughs> right. then that. And I'm I'm not sure he has the, right. I, I don't know how to phrase it, mental prowess to be <laughs> in charge of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Who told Joey he could write the rules? <laughs> what rule? If anything, you owe me a table. It was fine until your breakfast adventure with Angela Fuck me. <laughs> Angela, fuck me, Del Vecchio. <laughs> Angela Del Vecchio. And Angela, you said, is the one he dated. <laughs> right. Isn't that the same name he says later when he, yeah. Chandler's like, didn't you get Angela Del Vecchio birthday present? And he's like, she didn't have her birthday where we're going out for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same Angela that they broke up earlier, Angela and. And, uh, oh, it's Angela. That I didn't Angela. know. Oh yeah. my! Yeah, wow. He has a long history with that Angela. <laughs> with that Angela. <laughs> and then he goes, "You knew about that?" The impressions you left in the butter left little to the imagination. Ew. Ew. <laughs> that is gross. And and I'm trying to think. So then your mind goes to all the right. places, and you're like, "What was the impression in the butter?" Right in the butter. <laughs> was it boobs? But Something else? Was it a tub of butter or was it like a, <laughs> a stick, stick of margarine of out on the table? We will never know. Uh, um, and then Joey says, how about we split it? You think we're ready for something like that? What if one of us moves out? I'm not moving out. Are you moving out? <laughs> I'm not moving out. You tell me if you were moving out. <laughs> Again, it's that funny relationship thing. They right. really like, like they're in a... Almost in a romantic relationship, right. and they don't know how to split things yet. <laughs> and then Chandler says, with Kip, we bought a hibachi together, and then he ran off and got married, and things got pretty ugly. So I was like, hibachi, is that like a grill? But it's like those Japanese restaurants where they cook food at your table. Is mm-hmm. that a hibachi? Oh, you're asking me or telling me? I looked it up, and that's the only <laughs> thing that came up. <laughs> so yeah, it's probably the grill. Wow. So they were really into Japanese uh, hibachi cuisine. (laughs) (laughs) Or they made a lot of pancakes. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That would be good for that, too. Um, And then Joey says, let me ask you something. Was Kip a better roommate than me? Oh, no. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I know you probably wish I was a neater roommate. (laughs) Our bedroom can get quite messy. (laughs) Yeah, if you had a little bit more Monica. Yeah. A little bit more, yep. It would be nice. But I'm not. So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We cut to scene five, and Adam calls it Massages Are Us. Did you see that somewhere, or did you just call it that? Oh, no. I just put Massages Are Us, because... <laughs> you don't know what it's uh, Yeah, I don't know what it's called, so uh, I had to put a location. <laughs> so there's a lo- new location. We have not been to this location before. Mm-mm. Phoebe and Jasmine, and Jasmine is played by Cynthia Mann. Right. Um, and she is seen in the coffee house and at the right. massage place a couple times. And she has, like, a lace headband thing yeah. on that I didn't notice at first because of her bags. <laughs> her like, haircut's pretty funky. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and then Jasmine rattles off Phoebe's schedule changes, and then she goes, oh, and here comes your 3 o'clock, and I don't want to sound unprofessional, but yum. <laughs> Enter 
The crap. Oh, Raquel's right. Bella Phoebe. <laughs> Paolo, what are you doing here? Raquel, I tell me you do the massage. Oh, Raquel's right. <laughs> um, and then she goes, I don't know what you just said, but let's get started. And then he asks, I am um being naked. Right. And, and she goes, well, some people yeah. like to be naked. So, and as soon as he hears, naked. It's, it's your choice, yeah. he drops his robe. <laughs> and then she's like, not like that. And she, she assumes it's a misunderstanding. But why did he ask if he was going to get naked or if he was naked under the robe? Why would he ask if he should get naked? In his head, I'm trying to put myself in Paolo's shoes here, like Hannibal Lecter, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think he was like, do I have to be subtle about this? Right. Or can I just be? Can and I as just... soon as she was like, you can be naked. He just he... whipped it out. Yeah. All right. Then we cut to Central Perk, Rachel, Ross, Monica, Chandler, and Joey. Mm-hmm. And Rachel says, I can't believe you don't want to know if the doctor knows and Carol knows and Susan knows. And Monica knows. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Carol called to say thanks for the lasagna. She, I asked, she told me. And I love what Joey's like. So what is it? <laughs> and she jumps up. Like, she can't wait to tell somebody. Yeah, I was so in his ear. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Then Ross begins one of his wa- Ross whiny tantrums, which I will be referring to as a Rossening from <laughs> oh now on. Oh, my God, a Rossening. Okay. And then Monica says, I'm sorry. I'm just excited about being an aunt. Or an uncle. Oh, Joey. <laughs> Oh, so then Phoebe enters, and they all say hello, and to which Phoebe answers, I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, hello, Phoebe. (laughs) Fine. And then this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. When the customer, and then Adam put the notes, in another dimension, (laughs) asks, can we get some cappuccino over here? And Rachel realizes Right. It takes her a second to realize she's the waitress. But yeah, it's an odd choice. Yeah. I mean, it feels very much like a late pickup. Yeah. Like, whatever they did in the moment. To get Rachel to walk away. Right. Because they just need Rachel to walk away from the conversation so Phoebe can talk. So, I feel like whatever they did in the moment didn't look right. Right. So, they felt like, well, we'll add this shot in later. (laughs) But it just looks so weird. Right. It is so weird. And it's off. Like, the the sound is off because, you know, there's people in the, and it looks like they're in that part of the cafe all by themselves right and you assume they're on the one side that you can't see but then the art on the wall is just that back corner so so. the whole thing is just like what the (laughs) fuck was that so then joey says come on chandler the table place closes at seven (laughs) and then monica asks phoebe what's wrong and phoebe says you know paolo i'm familiar with his work he made a move on me whoa store will be open tomorrow more coffee over here please <laughs> i just like that they stay for the gossip <laughs> it's so cute and funny it's like oh wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we're not missing well this. again between the between the six of them it's not really even gossip right the boyfriend of one of them made a pass at the other right, one right. that's a big deal right but i like that they're automatically like <laughs> okay fuck the table store we gotta hear this and then there's a commercial break because we pick back up right at the same spot. Right. And Phoebe uh, explains how he comes in for a massage, and then it goes a flashback. So, so massages are us. Yep. And Paolo is rubbing Phoebe's legs. And they're like, oh, are you sure? And then they flash back to the massage table, and then Paolo grabs Phoebe's butt. Okay, now this is gross. Yeah. I mean, did it seem less threatening in the 90s? Did it seem like more of a silly thing then? I mean, I can see why... 
the actor mm-hmm. got a little yeah. upset. Right. Because they could have had him hit on her in a way yeah. that was less assaulty. Right, right. I think, like, later, you, <laughs> you said a black guy. Right. I thought it would have been funny if Paulo would have shown up in the later scene with just bandages around his wrists where his hands had been cut off. Because... <laughs> Phoebe just went for the Hattori Hanzo sword right away and took care of that problem. Um, Yeah, you're right. I mean, he could have, like, said some stuff or, like, you know, got close to her right. while they were in the apartment. or But to, like, actually grope her right. uh, while she's getting a massage is really assaulty. You're right. Yeah, it's, um, it's really just... Did he think it, you know, like, Frank Jr., Right. right. Well, I saw online. I, I saw in the parlor. trivia. I did see in the trivia that you know maybe Apollo thought it was that kind of massage place, but again, it's her friend. It's still her friend. Yeah, yeah. It's still somebody. I mean, I know there's people out there that have affairs with you know yeah. their sisters' husbands <laughs> right, and you right. know all kinds of weird stuff. But I always think that making a pass at somebody else within their friend circle, yeah. you're taking a big risk. Yeah. So then his hands weren't the only problem anymore. <laughs> and they were like, uh, was it? And she was like, yeah, uh, Boy Scouts could have camped under there. Right. And Maybe. I w- really wish we hadn't watched that Boy Scout documentary oh, so soon. Because yeah. that just makes me even more sad. <laughs> Boy Scouts of America documentary. That was really sad. Yeah. Um, but then everyone goes, ooh. And then Rachel runs over and says, ooh, what? Ooh, what? <laughs> And then Phoebe yells, Uma Thurman, the actress. <laughs> yeah. Hattori Hanzo sword, right? <laughs> right. And this was even before Kill Bill came <laughs> out. So, um, But I love how they quickly like think of a cover for, you know. Right. Like, they have Uma to. Uma Thurman. <laughs> they can't be talking about what right. they're actually talking about. And then they ask her what she's going to do about it. And then Ross goes into, you have to tell her. It's your moral obligation as a friend, as a woman. It's a feminine issue. Guys. (laughs) Feminist issue. Yes, that's what what it is. And then she goes, she's going to hate me. Right. And again, the apathetic way Ross just dismisses Phoebe's concerns worries me. Like, it's so weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. And his focus is so singular on what he wants that, and this is something that could potentially hurt Phoebe and, right. or Rachel. Right. Like, they could not be friends over this. <laughs> right. Of her telling. Like, like I said, you know, Rachel has, could have gotten mad at Phoebe. Right. And they could have, like, not right. been I'm glad they didn't do that right, right, because right. I think that, again, yeah. when people well, do that, it's missing the point. Right. There's no reason for her to get angry at Phoebe. But, but just even how the writers dismiss yeah. what happened to Phoebe. Yeah. Like, they don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's more of a Rachel problem at this point. Yeah. But like, the way that Ross handles it, I know we're getting too philosophical, but the way- <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop in a minute. Uh, the way that Ross handles it is almost as bad as what Paolo did. Right. You know, like the fact that he touched her butt and tried to make a pass at her and get to sleep with her is just as bad as Ross dismissing what happened to her and saying, you got to tell her because I want Rachel. Right. And by you telling her, Paolo will Again, go Again, <laughs> my first concern would be Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah. All right, so then we uh, we're at tables are us now. <laughs> tables are us. Yes. I like your notes. <laughs> so Joey's like, just pick one. Like, they start <laughs> off 
tired of it. Yeah, yeah. This would be us after an hour. Yes, yeah. I like to think this is Joey 30 seconds after walking into the store. Right. <laughs> well, we've picked out so much furniture now that we kind of do a preemptive scan online and then agree on what we're kind of looking for right. before we go anywhere to pick anything right. out. <laughs> And then uh, he goes, how about that one? That's patio furniture. We won't need that till after you cause the robbery. <laughs> I like Joey's <laughs> line. So what? People are going to come in and be like, uh-oh, I'm outside again? <laughs> Chandler goes, fine. What about the birds? Yeah, birds just don't say sit here and eat something. <laughs> I want to point out that both these fabrics are very feminine. <laughs> because then he goes, how about the ladybugs? So ladybugs and birds for two guys living in an apartment right. together? <laughs> well, forget about the birds. Giant red insects suggest fine dining. And those are hideous chairs. They are both hideous. They're both- and there's so many plane chairs that have been like, why don't you just get the plane chairs? Right. <laughs> you want to get the birds? Get the bird. Uh, not like that, I won't. <laughs> But Kip would have liked the birds. (laughs) And then we cut to Monica's apartment, and uh, it's just Rachel there by herself. And it looks like a tornado hit because she has clothes everywhere. Right. She is. Uh, How long are they going for? uh, The weekend. The weekend. Wow. I know. But it's a girl thing. So Rachel's packing for the Poconos. (laughs) Poconos. And Phoebe comes in with a hey and asks if she's moving (laughs) out. Are you moving out? And then she goes, these aren't all mine. This one's Palos. And she picks up the tiniest suitcase ever. Right. And I like that it's like old, like, oh, this is from Italy. He's from Italy. Right. So this, this isn't a modern wheelie right. suitcase. This it, is a- it's, he wrote, he put that on the back of his Vespa on the way to the airport. <laughs> and then uh, Phoebe asks if she can talk for a second. Um, and uh, but I do like what that Rachel says. Okay, but hurry up because Paolo's coming. And he goes, Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um. Uh, and then she goes, Okay, um, okay, um, <laughs> okay, um, and then she goes, Phoebes. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells her that they haven't known each other for a long time. But there are three things you should know about me mm-hmm. one, my friends are the most important things in my life. Okay, two. I never lie. <laughs> <laughs> so to all that stuff that she says is lies is like bullshit. Right. It's not a lie. It, it was wasn't bullshit. lies. It was bullshit. That's, you know, Elwood Blues from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and three, I make the best oatmeal raisin cookies in the world. Yeah, it's kind of like saying I make the best worst cookies. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> a good oatmeal raisin cookie is really good, but you don't like oatmeal or raisin. So. <laughs> I like both of them. Separate? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, they're both a three. Oh, so putting them in the most favorite snack item, like cookies. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, and then she goes, oh, my God. Why have I never tasted these cookies before? <laughs> I don't like to make them a lot. I don't think it's fair to the other cookies. <laughs> so I noticed that Phoebe does the baking because Monica doesn't really bake. She cooks. Right. And it's really a difference because, like, Paul Hollywood says, you know, I'm not a great chef, but I am a really good baker. Right. <laughs> and then um, she says, these are the best oatmeal raisin cookies I ever had. And then Phoebe says, which proves that I never lie. I guess you don't. Paolo made a pass at me. And Rachel looks stunned. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Chandler and Joey's apartment. It's Chandler, Joey, Ross, and Monica. And they're staring at the new table that has not yet been revealed. <laughs> what do you think? 
Roscoe's, I think it's the most beautiful table I've ever seen. <laughs> and then it's revealed to be a foosball table. <laughs> a foosball table. And then Monica uh, says, how's this going to work? You guys are going to balance the place on the little guy's head. But I did notice that, like, you know, in the episode when they move into Monica and Rachel's apartment, uh-huh. they get a top for it. Cause oh, they, right. They, you know, they put food on it right. later. So I think that's really cute. Right. And I like to Joey's like, who cares? We'll eat at the sink. <laughs> They, they have that little island. Why can't they eat <laughs> <Right>. there? <laughs> and then as soon as they drop the ball in there, Monica's like, Fung! score! <laughs> you suck! <laughs> uh, but the, the whole foosball thing, I like to imagine that they're walking home from the table store, still mm-hmm. in a snit, when they pass by the window with the foosball table, under a spotlight, and an uplifting religious music was coming out of a church, and they said in unison, <laughs> that's it. That's how I picture them finding the foosball. That would have been a funny scene. I would have liked that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then we're uh, back in Monica's apartment with Rachel and Phoebe, and she asks if she's okay. And Rachel says, I need some milk. (laughs) I need some milk. (laughs) But milk is not what I would want at that moment. (laughs) After a cookie? I I like that it's a cookie joke. I get it. And she does have milk. She (laughs) came prepared. She pulls out a thermos. Rachel drinks from the bottle. Um, And this is not the first time Phoebe brings out a thermos. She brings out a thermos multiple times. (laughs) A lot of thermos talk with Phoebe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then she asks if she's better. um, And she says, no. She feels stupid. And then Rachel says, I think about the other day when I was like, Paolo is so great. He makes me feel so good. <laughs> and I, I love the paper towel moment when she grabs her paper towels yes. and drags the whole roll across. It's so cute. I mean, that's the thing that Fred's is perfect at doing those things where it's sad, but adding a funny moment right, in right. there. And that was almost my favorite moment. And she talks about how embarrassed she's a, she is um, about saying all that stuff and then Paolo being the way mm-hmm. he is and Then Phoebe goes, I'm embarrassed. I'm the one he hit on. And then they just go through this diatribe of, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. And then Phoebe goes, what are we sorry about? And I went off on this little tangent. Like, this is a typical response for most women. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, we have a sorry jar at work because we constantly just start every sentence with, I'm sorry. And it's like we feel like we have to apologize for just being present and doing anything. Right. And I'm sorry. I'll step off my soapbox <laughs> right. right now. But again, Phoebe <laughs> just went to work. Yeah. And was just doing her job. Yeah. She's literally nothing. And Rachel has nothing to feel sorry for. Right. She had no idea he was going to be yeah. a douchebag. And then they talk about how he's a pig. Such a pig. A big, disgusting pig man. <laughs> And then, but he was my pig man. How did I not see this? And then I want to say, I don't know. Even watching this episode for the very first time when I first saw it, I was Uh like, oh, that man's going to be trouble. That guy looks like he's going to cause trouble. (laughs) I don't know what the trouble will be, but he he, looks like trouble. But again, he's framed negatively (laughs) by the show. The sex and the bed. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not just you. It's They frame him from the outset as... And again, Ross is always complaining about him, always, you know, he's not framed as a good character ever. (laughs) Or someone that's good for Rachel. Right. Um, And then Phoebe, I like Phoebe. I almost thought this was my favorite. I know, because he's gorgeous and charming. And when he looks at you, (laughs) the end. (laughs) Yeah, I love (laughs) the end. (laughs) Yeah. Should I have not told you? And Rachel says, trust me, it's better than I know. I just liked it better before it was better. 
Yeah, and that was almost my favorite line because, I mean, it's not funny, but it was just better before it was better. That's some fucked up shit. It's an yeah. amazingly sad line. And then they hug. Super cute. Uh, then we cut to Chandler and Joey. So Chandler, Joey, Ross, Monica, and Phoebe. Yeah. And it's brother and sister versus the boys. And Phoebe mm-hmm. is standing there watching because she just told uh, Rachel. Right. Yeah. And then she goes, I think she took it pretty well. Paolo is over there right now. And I am glad that Phoebe kind of seems like it didn't phase her. Right, right. You know? Yeah. But still sad that it doesn't phase her. Right. Yeah. And then Monica says, we should get over there. Just one second. (laughs) Score! And then Monica and Phoebe leave. (laughs) And then you (laughs) like this part. (laughs) Yeah. Where Ross wipes all the winter sweat from his brow. <laughs> he goes, it looks like we kicked your guys' butts. No, she kicked our butt. You could be on the Olympic standing there, team. <laughs> Come on, two on one. And then Chandler goes, why are you still here? She just broke up with the guy. It's time for you to swoop. So he says, now? And Joey says, yes, now is when you swoop. Make sure that when Paolo walks out, the first guy she sees is you. You're everything he's not. You're like the anti-Paolo. Shouldn't Paolo be the anti-Ross? You know, it's not Satan and the (laughs) (laughs) anti-Satan. We should say that from now on. So Janice's new line would be, oh, my (laughs) anti-Satan. Right. The jailer goes, <laughs> my Catholic friend is right. You should usher in the age of Ross. And they all do. I like that Chandler does the little look off into the distance and then Ross does it. And Joey's like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> but yeah, they give him this bad advice just because they want to play foosball yeah, by themselves. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we cut to the scene where Rachel is definitely throwing Paolo's clothes off the balcony because she's sh- right. They have the, the exterior shot of the yep. building that mm-hmm. they always have, and then clothes are falling down. And this is the first time I've ever realized there's no balconies on the outside of the building. <laughs> <laughs> so Monica is in this penthouse apartment that has right. a balcony. <laughs> Uh, still in Monica's apartment, or we go to Monica's apartment, and it's Paolo and Rachel. They're on the balcony. Rachel's dumping Paolo's stuff onto the street. And then inside the apartment, Monica and Phoebe are sitting on the couch. Um, Ross sneaks in. Yep, and that's how it's going. And Monica says my one of my favorite lines. She goes, she threw his stuff out of the balcony, and now there's a lot of gesturing or an arm waving. It's either how could you or enormous breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an odd conversation for them to be having during this moment. Yeah. And I really like how they scatter. Like, they yeah. weren't just watching. It was like, oh, we can't be sitting on the couch. We have to be right. <laughs> in three different parts of the room. <laughs> Why would we turn on the TV and mute it? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to sneakily watch something. <laughs> and then Paolo comes in and goes, uh, I am uh, to say goodbye. <laughs> bye-bye. Um, and Phoebe says, oh, okay, bye-bye. And then I do like her outfit in this. One. So that purple sweater is really cute. Yeah, but. that was almost my favorite. I mean, again, I had a couple. Yeah. Like Rachel's outfit looks really cute in this part too, I think. Yeah, the dress. Yeah, it's like a weird yeah. and it's kind of open on the top mm-hmm. and but I don't like her hair in this episode for some reason. <laughs> she has that one piece that just like sits at the corner of her mouth. It's really, that's the hairdo she doesn't like and they're growing it out. So, uh, and then Monica says, I really hate you for what you did to Rachel, but I still have five of these. So he did it at 375 until the cheese bubbles. And Paolo says, Grazie. <laughs> right. And for a minute, that was my favorite line. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I've been in the, not necessarily where I've hated somebody that much, but like I've had, situations where we've had that much food and it's like just 
fucking take this lasagna, please. <laughs> I need to stop looking at lasagnas. You need to take this and get it out of my apartment. I do like this line, but I don't like Ross in this episode, but this line is funny. Paolo, I just want to tell you, and I think I speak for everyone when, and he shuts the door in his face. Yeah. <laughs> and they did a little Godfather moment <laughs> to the Italian guy. <laughs> and then they look at Rachel and Ross thinks just one of them, him, should go out there right. um, on the balcony. So and again, he's so excited. Yeah. He wants this to be... Why would you take this moment out of all the moments you've had with Rachel? Right, right. To go, let, let, let's go out now. Right. You're free. <laughs> what we, happened? We is, should go out right now, right? <laughs> yeah. What happened to you means nothing because it, it had no effect on me except now that you're free. Um, so Ross climbs out and asks if she's all right. And she says she's been better. And then Ross hugs her, and he goes, listen, you deserve so much better than him. You should be with a guy that knows what he has when he has you. Right. And again, these are wonderful things for him to be saying. Right, right. The fact that he wants to segue into, will you go out with me now, right. makes it weird. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Rachel goes, oh, I'm so sick of guys. I don't want to look at another guy. I don't want to think about another guy. I don't want to even be near another guy. Huh. And there's the mayor of friend zone right there. Right. You screwed it up so many times that she didn't even think of you. So, And then, Ross, you're so great. And, and they hug great. each other. And Ross just has this confused look on his face. And then I thought of, you know, in horror movies, people always go, oh, those characters make such stupid decisions. <laughs> Like, it's a thing. It's right, a trope. Right, yeah. It's a trope in horror movies, yeah. but it's also a cliche that people complain about that. Right. But this is why it's hard for me to watch romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. Because stuff like this, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't understand how he got out on the back balcony to have this conversation to begin with, let alone why he's so confused. <laughs> so, uh, he's the character that's running up the stairs when the killer's chasing him. Yes. <laughs> I also want to point out that he was on the balcony with Rachel when the cat jumped on him and caused Rachel to meet Paolo. Right. And now he's Paolo's cat. Paolo's cat. Oh, sorry. And then they're back on the balcony after Paolo right. breaks up with him and he strikes out again. So. Right. He's trying to finish the conversation he started four months ago. Right. And then inside the apartment, uh, Monica and Phoebe are sitting there uh, eating the lasagna. Phoebe must be scraping. I mean, I know she's still distraught. No one seems to be comforting her. Aww. So she's eating a meat-filled right. lasagna. When Ross and Rachel come inside, that's when you see the closet door is mm -hmm. open, and you can see that it's neat. So right. there's, like, a few things hanging up in there, and it's not stuffed. Yes, and you started screaming on the couch and pointing, and I was like, <laughs> what the hell is happening? <laughs> well, you were playing Candy Crush <laughs> while I was watching the episode. I would never play Candy Crush while watching Friends. Sorry. Uh, and then Raz and Rachel come inside, and they ask how they she is, and she says medium. <laughs> Which I think is a fantastic answer. Yeah, medium. medium. Uh, and then Rachel asks if there's any cookies left, and, and then Ross says, I, I don't think swear enough guys is the answer. I really don't. I think what you need is to develop a more sophisticated screening process. And again, this is one of the things that just kind of annoys me just a little bit, mm -hmm. is though when I know... The writers are trying to set something up for a joke. Right. And it's just like, 
again, Ross is just being annoying. Right. He's in, just in badgering her now. He's just badgering, mm-hmm. hoping to wear it out mm-hmm. so he can ask her out. Right. And I know it's all just so they can do the gender reveal. Right. <laughs> but it still just annoys me. And then Rachel says, no, I need to be by myself for a while. Just figure out what I want. And it, Ross keeps pushing. Oh, no, no. I see because... Not all guys out there are going to be Apollo. And then Rachel says, I know. I'm sure your little boy's not going to grow up to be one. And then they do that. What? Huh? What? What? I'm having a boy? I'm having a boy? No, 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 no. I'm having a boy. (laughs) I like how Chandler and Joey come rushing in like, what the fuck's going on? Is Palo dead? Did somebody kill Palo? (laughs) He threw him off the balcony. (laughs) And then he goes, I'm having a boy. (laughs) We already do that. (laughs) I like that they hug each other. I'm having a son. Great. More toxic masculinity in the world. Oh, I'm on. just kidding. <laughs> but somebody's kid has got to grow up to be the bad guy. <laughs> right. uh, and then uh, the tag, J- Chandler and Joey's apartment. It's Chandler, Joey, and Monica. They're playing foosball. And Monica mm-hmm. says, yes, that would be a shutdown. Shut out. <laughs> it's 2.30 in the morning. Get, Get out. out. Come on, I'll use my left hand. Come on, wussies. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they just pick her up yep, and carry her out of the apartment. <laughs> if I knew somebody who behaved that way playing yeah. games, it would annoy the fuck out of me. Right, right. Courtney makes it so cute. <laughs> right, she's adorable. <laughs> and, then and I, I love like, when they carry her out and she's like, okay, I gotta go. I'm going. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> and then they both go, one more game? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the end of the episode. Cut and print. Brought all the books, and Monica sends her love with a lasagna. Oh, great. Is it vegetarian? Because Susan doesn't eat meat. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. <laughs> so I got the results of the MNEO today. <gasps> oh, tell me, tell me, is everything uh totally and completely healthy? Oh, that's great. That is great. Hey, when did you and Susan meet Huey Lewis? Uh, that's our friend Tanya. (laughs) Of course it's your friend Tanya. Uh, don't you want to know about the sex? The sex? Yeah, I'm having trouble with the image of you and Susan together. When you throw Tanya in, I'm not. It's the sex of the baby, Ross. All right. What did we learn from this episode? I learned that Phoebe is a good friend. Mm-hmm. And had Ross not said anything, I think she still would have said something to Rachel. Mm-hmm. But I also think that Street Phoebe would have kicked Paolo's ass. Yes, I and agree. I think that would have been funny. Um, Monica went true New York for like five seconds. <laughs> Yes. And Ross is a pig, too. Not in the same way. He's still a pig. (laughs) He is a pig. I know we pick on Ross. I think he's got a lot of issues going on. And he really just needs a therapist. I think. (laughs) Um, I learned that Phoebe makes great oatmeal raisin cookies. And as far as I know, she never makes them again. (laughs) Did Paula ruin the cookies for her? Some things get connected like that in your brain. Paula's a monster. I learned that, too. I learned that when Ross wants something, he does not care how he gets it. Yeah. So, which makes him almost as bad as Pop. <laughs> right. I said almost. Almost. Again, he comes off creepy sometimes. Yeah. And again, mentally unstable. But. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. What themes did we explore this episode? Okay. Gender reveals, mm-hmm. which are way more showy than they used to be. Yep. Um, joint own ownerships that come with commitments mm-hmm. with some roommates and boyfriend, girlfriend situations. I think it raises a lot of questions for us that never really did. I yeah. think. I still have friends that have like separate bank accounts and they've been married for like five, six years. Yeah. That's weird, weird. to me. I don't know. We'll teach their own. Yep. Um, cheating in relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely one of the themes they, and again, they kind of gloss over the Phoebe thing. Mm-hmm. Like what Phoebe had happened to her was incidental, but yeah. I, I think it's a really bad thing that happened. Yeah. All right. Final. And Oh wait, Sorry. one more. And how long to start new relationships after others <laughs> fail? <laughs> right. And it comes up again because they're right. Yeah. It comes up again and again. They t- kind of like, talk how about long that. I wait? <laughs> and again, that you know, Rachel was kind of hurt and knowingly hurt. Yeah. And it wasn't the way that, like, I feel like some people have mutual breakups where they're just kind of yeah. like, yeah, this isn't working. Yeah. And And even those are hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. But let alone when somebody you assault know, your best friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final thoughts of the episode. So I was wondering, how long did Paolo continue living in the apartment building? <laughs> I mean, did they have to see him all the time? Right. Did he disappear one day and was never to be seen again? <laughs> Were Phoebe and Ross ever suspects in this disappearance? <laughs> that would have been so funny. Uh, but we do see Paolo again because, remember, she sleeps with him. Oh, and yeah. She's jealous of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we can talk about that when it happens. But what a gut punch to Phoebe when she does that. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Phoebe's not happy to see him again. No, no but he's just not. back up. <laughs> uh, that's when she should say, "I'm sorry." <laughs> right. All right. Sweater vest tracker zero again. No sweater vest zero. The overall count holds at twelve. All right. So we're even with the episode count. If there aren't any next week, we're gonna fall below the episode count, and then there'll be no joy in Mudville. Which was a Casey at Bat reference I thought of oh, for some reason. That's weird. <laughs> Who brings work weird? No more, no more joy in my <laughs> All right. Next week is. The one with the boobies. Woo-hoo. Now, some of their titles are vague. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one coming up, like, um, with the Candy Hearts, I oh, think okay. is the title. Okay. And I'm like, I don't remember. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what goes on in that episode. I know what they're referring to with this title. Right. <laughs> I know exactly what happens in the one yes, with the boobies. Yes. And then we also have Robert Costianzo, uh-huh. Fisher Stevens, Lee Garlington, and Brenda Vaccaro in her ring. Woohoo! All right. I like that episode. All right. If you uh, like your. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's all written down. <laughs> That's the end. Um, If you would like your thoughts or reactions regarding future episodes to be shared with the rest of the class, or if you just want to reach out and say, hey, take a minute and email us at themaladjustedmisfits at gmail.com. Rate us and leave positive comments. And if you have any negative comments, try and leave them in a positive way. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Check us out on Facebook and Instagram because we have cute memes every week. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Joe, you ready for a cup of coffee? Always. Come on. I only use my left hand, huh? Come on, wussies.